Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartbloom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths. And today I have a wonderful, valuable, exciting episode that's going to truly change your life if you're not doing this already. Today we're going to focus on creating a healthy boundary system. So if you struggle with setting boundaries, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling used, if you're feeling stressed out, if you're feeling taken advantage of or not being respected, if you want to be more attractive and powerful, then this is going to be the most valuable episode so far for you. I know, I know, I have tons and tons of information, over 340 episodes of information out there, but this one right here, this one right here is really going to help you actually become the person you aspire to become, to be able to achieve your goals, to be able to have the things you want in life. It starts right here in this episode. So I don't want to hold you up. Let's go ahead and get started. So in this episode, my objective for you is to help you create a healthy boundary system, not just setting boundaries, because that's only a portion of the equation. But we're going to figure out our top values, creating a nurturing relationship with the things we value, negotiating conflicting values, setting those healthy boundaries, of course, And also just how to make sure that you're staying within your boundaries, having those indicators to know when you're getting out of alignment. So let's go ahead and dive in. So the first thing is determine what you value. What do you value? And it could be absolutely anything. It can be time with yourself. It could be your pets. It could be your home. It could be your car. It could be your job. It could be anything, (laughs) but this is sacred and special to you. So only you can answer what is valuable to you. So what do you value? What do you value as far as the things that you love and you care about? What do you value as far as characteristics about yourself? What do you value a part of just those main areas of your life, work, family, health, relationships, spirituality, finances, career? What do you value in different areas of those portions of your life? And that's really important because out of those values, today we're going to pick just the top three to focus on. The top, top three. If you had to pick the top three values, what would they be? Because I want us to not get so overwhelmed on trying to set a boundary here and set a boundary there and set a boundary there. If we focus on just those top three, which is just enough. So I want you to think of the ones that you value the most, but maybe you haven't set the most protection or boundary around. The one that doesn't get as much attention, even though we value it the most, right? (laughs) So those are things we're going to focus on. Once we get that down pat and we understand 
how to better protect that value from there we can start applying that same energy to all of our other values and we can become more complete and whole because if you listen to the first episode then you'll remember that how you do one thing is how you do everything okay so I'm really excited for you and I know this is just going to really help you just really pull it in so Take some time, write down what you value, and then out of that list, circle the top three. Now, after you do this, we want to focus on actually creating a nurturing relationship with those values. How do you actually feed into and invest into those values? Because while setting the boundary is important, It really doesn't do us any good if we're protecting all the time, but we're not actually nurturing. So we have to look at what we value, like our children. It's something that we care for. It's something that we invest in. It's something that really means a lot to us. So while setting the boundary is very important, Let's focus on actually nurturing the relationship with that value. How do you spend the time with the things that you love? Is it quality time? Would you like for it to be better? How would you like to improve on it? And I just want you to really think about that. So I'm going to use myself as an example for what we would do as far as creating a nurturing relationship. And for me, my podcast is something that I value, right? It's something that's really, really important to me. So with that, I establish in my mind that it's valuable and it's important to me. It's something that I really, really care about, but why? So figure out why. Write down your why, of course, with what you value. It's important to me because it really helps me to fulfill my purpose. I feel purposeful when I'm contributing to my podcast. It makes me feel connected when I'm meeting all of the people that listen to me and the people that reach out to me that have listened to me. And it makes me feel really good. It makes me feel like, you know, I count. You know, that's my motto, really. (laughs) That's my motto for everyone is that you count and act as if you do. That is my biggest thing that keeps me here and present and feeling good about myself. So it's like, okay, podcast is important to me. We're saying that it's valuable. Great. How am I nurturing that? Well, for me, that means I have to, one, do some research, right? Nurturing that requires for me to research. What do you all want to know? What do my listeners want to know? What do you like? What do you not like? <laughs> and making adjustments, evolving, improving it, adding better quality, investing in equipment towards the podcast, working on marketing to promote the podcast so more people can find me, investing in better social media and better content for my social media so that it all creates a better relationship together. So those are just some ways of nurturing my relationship with the podcast as well as taking the time to record and record an abundant amount of podcast episodes so that in the inconvenient moment that maybe I'm sick or maybe my voice doesn't sound as great or maybe I'm really stressed out, 
I'm making sure that I'm recording ahead of time so that my listeners will still be able to receive that information. That's how I nurture my relationship with my podcast. That's how I make sure that it's continuing to grow. So naturally, because I'm building a nurturing relationship with that podcast, it's going to strengthen the bond I have with it. So I'm naturally going to set boundaries around it because I'm already investing in it. I don't have to do too much with saying, okay, back off everyone. I'm setting a boundary around my podcast. (laughs) It's just a part of me and I adjust and I make time for it. And I turn down, you know, other things or distractions that would interfere with me creating that nurturing relationship with the podcast. So it becomes a stronger relationship the more you invest in it. The more you invest in it, naturally you're going to start protecting it without you having to verbally say, I'm setting this boundary. (laughs) So that's a little bit of that insight to help you really grasp, okay, if this is something I say that I value and I write down, why it's valuable to me, what does it do for me, how does it make me feel, and I believe that, then what am I doing to nurture that? How am I strengthening my bond with what I value? Okay, so that's really important. After you create that nurturing relationship, now let's say this. I'm going to pick another example. Now, let's say I value my health. I'm like, oh, I value my health. It's really important because, duh, you got to be healthy and you got to take care of yourself and, you know, it helps you look good. It helps you feel good. So what am I doing to nurture my health? Am I just saying I want to be healthy? Am I setting goals, but I'm not actually taking action? Am I saying I want to work out? Am I writing workout plans, but I'm not actually doing it? Yes, it is something in my mind that I value and I see the value in it, but I'm not actually nurturing the relationship with it as strongly as I should. The more I actually start working out, eating intentionally with healthier meals, going to the doctor for my physicals, taking my vitamins, really scheduling better time for my health and my mental health, all of a sudden it's going to naturally become more protected. But if I'm not nurturing it, it's just something I'm saying. And the thing is, is that once you establish that it's a value in your mind and it's in your conscious mind, it's something that's on the top of your mind, a lot of times we run into frustration whenever we want to start focusing on that value that we have. And we want to build a better bond with it, but things start getting in the way. All of a sudden, you set in your mind, okay, I'm going to work out today. And then someone's like, hey, you want to go and grab a pizza? Hey, there's some donuts in the break room. (laughs) Or maybe, you know, those little sneaky distractions come in. And all of a sudden, you've just spent an hour on social media. Now your time is used up and you lost your time to work out. And that creates a lot of frustration and possibly even resentment. But if we set those proper boundaries so that we can begin to nurture it more, 
then we can actually start to build the relationship. So it goes on both ends. We have to protect the things we value so we can nurture it and we have to nurture it so that we can naturally feel attached to it enough to start protecting it without consciously trying to set boundaries. It will just come a bit more natural. But sometimes if it's something new that you're trying to do, then you're going to need to set the boundaries up front to give you more time and energy to form a bond with what you're wanting to achieve or what you're wanting to nurture or improve. It goes hand in hand. If it's a new boundary you're trying to create, sometimes you're going to have to set the boundaries first so it can give you that time to build the bond. And then it will naturally flow into this natural cycle of what the relationship is. Okay, awesome. So we've covered the first two steps on creating a healthy boundary system. Next is negotiating conflicting values. Now this is really, really important. I'm going to talk about this in two ways. The first way is that when you have a personal goal or something that you value and it requires a lot of your time and energy, okay, what happens when you have that other value and all the other values that are saying, hey, you value me, but where's my time? Where's my attention? So it's like you're having extra children now, okay? So each one needs its attention, Okay, so we have to negotiate in that moment, which one is going to get my time. So this requires for you to do a little bit of reflection and introspection, write down, okay, how much time have I given to this value? Can it allow for me to take a little bit of a break so that I can focus on this other value that hasn't gotten enough attention? Just by having the awareness between the values of saying, okay, I'm over giving here and I'm not giving enough there, or I'm kind of giving a little bit here and I'm not seeing much progress, but this is already very stable and it's already pretty good. I think I can scale back a little bit. Just having the awareness between the two is beyond helpful. Okay, so we have to create some sense of balance and reflect. So maybe set some days where you're going to give towards each value, be disciplined so we're not over giving to one thing and just make sure that we're checking in with all of those different areas of what we value to make sure that we're giving a little bit to every area of every value that we want to contribute towards. Now, that's the first way that our values can go into a conflict. The other area of having conflicting values are going to be within personal values. So this doesn't necessarily mean something that you value, but your own personal values. For instance, let's say you value feeling recognized. You love the feeling of recognition. That feels very valuable to you. It speaks to you. It makes you feel joy or fulfillment or whatever it is that you're feeling with recognition. So let's say 
you want to be promoted to a leader position, a leader who supports people, mentors them and everything. But you also value that recognition. And let's say you might be competing between another coworker and that coworker starts getting recognition for small things. You might start to protect that boundary of recognition by sabotaging them, making them seem less valuable in some way because you want the recognition. This happens all the time, right? You want that recognition, but that person's getting it. Now, in the short term, you might get more recognition by taking that approach to sabotage that other person. But what happens in the long run when other people notice the way that you go about certain things? This also does not speak to you being a leader. So now the value of being a leader and being promoted is not taken into account. We run into a conflicted value. Okay, so what do you do? Because you really value the recognition. I want to feel important. Hello, but I also want that leadership position. Does that mean I can't have both? Not necessarily. Everything is contextual, right? But in those moments where you're going to feel like I want the recognition, but this other person's like stealing my shine. Think about two things short-term outcome and long-term outcome. In the short term, you may succeed with nurturing that value of recognition, but does it feed the long-term to possibly sabotage this other person so that you can get recognition for that moment, but then other people notice or they pick up on that and it doesn't put you in the best position to be a leader. So you have to think before you take an action towards what you value or when you're feeling maybe, you know, a little agitated or, you know, a little angry, think about it. Which action step that I take next feeds which outcome? Another great example of this is in dating. Now this one's huge. This gets everybody, right? So let's say you go on a date with someone. Now you've set your boundaries. You're like, you know what? In my boundaries, I am not going to be physically intimate with anybody right away because this makes me feel X, Y, and Z. This makes me feel used when I, you know, sleep with them too early or I build a physical connection too soon and I just it makes me feel really uncomfortable afterwards when they don't contact me and they seem to lose interest so we're setting a boundary around that I'm not just gonna dive into physical intimacy too soon cool you set these boundaries you know what to do right but what happens when you meet that person who is so attractive. It's like, ooh, they're very attractive. And they're saying all the right things. They're showing, you know, some 
nice actions. They fit everything in your box of what you want in a person. You're like, oh my gosh, this person's amazing. And they're showing you affection and you're just feeling really desired. You're feeling attractive. You're feeling loved. You're feeling all these things. So guess what? Are those boundaries for physical intimacy still going to be there? Mm. (laughs) This is what gets a lot of people and they get frustrated and they struggle and they're like, I don't understand. Like I'm so frustrated with myself. Why did I do that? I don't understand why I let myself do that. Oh, I'm so stupid. And you're like, you know, having this hissy fit with yourself. Because you're like, I know better. I have this boundary. Why did I go against that? Okay. Once again, guess what happened? The feelings that you had with that person that made you feel desirable and adored and loved and all these things, that is a value of yours. Okay. That's a value. That feels valuable to you to feel a certain way. But you also value commitment or you value emotional intimacy. Well, you're going to run into a conflict there because you might pick the short-term value, which is the feeling of being desired and being attractive and all this stuff. You might just go with that one over the long-term one. So that's what you have to keep in mind. Is the outcome that I'm going to take going to feed the short-term outcome or the long-term outcome? Mm. And I know it's tough in the moment, but the more that you start processing this way, thinking this way, start really thinking in your mind and the fact that you know, oh, I know how love feeling, you know, the romantic vibes and all that stuff. That's something that I value, right? I love feeling like that. And when you do feel like that, are you going to be strong enough to still focus on the physical boundaries? So ask yourself, am I going to go short term or long term here? Do I want to just focus on this feeling or is it going to feel better to me to just build more of a stronger bond so that I can keep feeling that attraction with this person for a longer period of time? Mm, Start thinking that way. And always remember the long-term value is going to help you to become the person you want to become versus feeling how you want to feel for that moment. So short-term values take care of the moment and the feeling, but guess what? That feeling in that moment, it evaporates. It goes away. We can't stay in that feeling forever. So let's focus more on the long-term, but still acknowledge the short-term because when you don't acknowledge those short-term values, that's when you run into frustration and you run into, why did I do that? And you start really dropping down, you know, your emotions and your feelings and your self-worth. You start dropping all of that because 
you didn't realize that that was something that you valued and that's okay. So that's one of the ways you can really negotiate between conflicting values. Now, I want to take a quick break so that we can come back. Let's digest that information. Make sure you have your pen and paper so that we can take more notes coming up. We'll be right back after this message. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And so now we're going to finish talking about creating a healthy boundary system. So now that we've determined our top values, we've written down why they're valuable to us, we've created a nurturing relationship with what we value, and we've also learned how to negotiate between those conflicting values because they will come up and I want you to be prepared for those, right? Now we're actually going to focus on the setting the healthy boundaries portion, okay? So setting the healthy boundaries is the way that you show how you protect what you value. That's totally up to you, but let's focus on healthier ways because we can protect what we value in unhealthy ways, right? Just like I gave that example before of, well, you value recognition, so then you go and sabotage someone to protect that value. Uh-uh, not, that's not healthy, okay? Healthier ways are going to be ways that continue to make you feel more confident, and good about yourself as a person, it doesn't bring harm or negativity to anyone else. It's all positive and it stays contained within you. It's not involving anyone else. It doesn't affect someone else's emotions. It doesn't affect your emotions negatively. It doesn't make you feel guilty or shameful because you're In that sense, once you start doing that, you start lowering your vibration and we are not about that here, right? So set some healthy boundaries with scheduling so you can schedule more time to put on your calendars with what you want to spend time with. And I think a lot of times we only put appointments or meetings or, you know, hard deadlines on a calendar, but you should be able to use your schedule for anything. So make it a point and a priority to schedule those things. Also, whenever your boundaries are not being respected, remove yourself. So removing yourself from the physical space that can be violating to your boundaries. Now we will go into more detail on each type of boundary throughout this series. So if you wanna learn more on that, Definitely keep listening to each episode, but that's just an example. Sharing your boundaries, speaking up. I'm not comfortable with that. I don't feel that aligns with me. Can we do this at a later time? That's not something that I really am interested in. You know, just figure it out and how it applies. But the most important thing besides just voicing your boundary and sharing that and speaking up, committing to your boundary with consistency. 
So if you say that you're not available at a certain time, be unavailable at that time. People will always test your boundaries. Always remember that people are always going to test your boundaries. You might say, I can only do this time. I'm not available after 6 p.m. Guess what? You're going to have one or two people that are going to call you at 5.59 or at 6.03 just to see what they can get away with. Okay. So at six o'clock, once that time hits, that's it. That's your time. You don't respond. You don't answer. You don't pick up the phone. You put your phone on do not disturb, whatever. The more consistent you are with setting those boundaries and taking action and showing that makes it real makes it believable, makes it so that others are not just saying, oh, well, she just says that, or he just says that, but they don't really mean it. People like boundaries. That's the thing. We have this thought in our mind that if we say no to someone, that we're being mean to them, or we're being cold, or being icy. But there are so many ways of expressing a boundary in the kindest way, in the most loving way. So when we set boundaries, we are defining who we are. We're telling people who we are through expressing our boundaries. When people know what your boundaries are, they know what is important to you. They know what you value. If you value yourself, you set boundaries around yourself, that tells the other person how to treat you. That's how we relate to each other is through boundaries. I know that on this energetic level, we're all one, right? But we're not in a physical sense. We are not all one physically. We're not meshed together, right? We are individuals. And individually, We have to set boundaries so that we can protect ourselves. Protection is love. Protection is love. That means we highly value it. Think of your relationship to what you value as if you were parents. Mother and father. Mother nurturing, giving time, care, love towards the things that you care about father protecting assertiveness confidence strength when you marry those two things together it makes you a complete force people are not going to take advantage of you and I know that we have this uh, conditioning that it's like well you should give more to people or you should give and you should help others and you should blah, 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 blah. But we have to remember that God loves a cheerful giver. We should not give out of resentment. If you find that you're giving towards others, but you're feeling resentful when you're giving it, that means that you're sending out the intention of what you're giving with the negativity. And they feel that. And it makes them feel kind of bad. 
And you could try to fake it as much as you want to say, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. But they, they know that you don't enjoy that. They know that you're not feeling it. So it almost negates the whole point of giving in the first place. If you're giving from an empty cup, you're going to become more and more and more depleted. Life is very short in this physical body. This is your story. This is your life in this moment. And it is highly important for you to enjoy life. And a part of enjoying life is catering and nurturing and protecting what you value. When you do that, that helps you to appreciate life more. Life becomes far more meaningful. Now, not only do you set these boundaries... You actually start to create a better quality relationship with everything that you value. You start providing better quality work because you have the time and energy to do that. You have the right mental space to do that. You have a better quality health. When you're investing in your health, you have better quality relationships All of a sudden, because you value that time, that quality time, you're not going to just sit in a room and, oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want? No. You know that your time is precious and so is theirs. You're not going to waste it on nothingness. You're going to take that time to make memories, make just wonderful memories That's one of the greatest gifts you can give to another person and to yourself is to create beautiful memories together. Boundaries make you more attractive and respected. So if you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to say no, I don't want to disappoint them, I don't want to hurt their feelings, I don't want to blah, 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 blah. It makes you more attractive when people can't get to you. That means you're more valuable. That literally tells another person that you're valuable. They must have something of value if they can protect themselves like that. If it's just given away so freely, it must not be that great. Even if it is great, it must not be that great. For some reason, it's in our mind, this is how we process things. I don't know. Or it's like, I want them to like me, so I give more. No, give less. It's so weird, right? It's like, huh, how does that work? But you give less. Because I think subconsciously we know that we can only give but so much. We know that things run out. We have an idea of death, endings, that it's going to stop at some point. So when we just keep being able to consistently receive, even if it's a little bit, if we can consistently receive, That means that it's going to keep flowing. But if we get it all at one time, we might think that's it. In fact, that's the energy of what happens. We give it all at one time. Here you go. Here's everything. And it's like, okay. And it's done. It's over with. If you feel the need to give everything right away and not save anything for yourself, you're trying to prove your worth, trying to prove how valuable you are. There's no proving. 
If you are truly valuable, there is no need to prove it. There is no need to prove it. It will be recognized. If you have a million dollars in your bank account, and let's say you go out into the city, are you just going to take all that money out of that bank account and just set it down in the middle of the street and walk away? You might if you don't value the money. If you're like, get this money out of here, or I don't even want it, it's causing me more issues, then we know that you don't value the money. But let's say in the instance you value this million dollars. Let's build a story around it. You have been struggling for a while. Can't pay all of your bills. Um, you know, things are falling apart. There's medical bills that have to be taken care of. You have a lot of debt. You have student loans that are hounding you. Let's say, just run with it, okay? You have so many places you want to go to in the world. You have vacations you want to take. You want to be able to experience luxurious excursions. You want to be able to just do whatever you want to do. You want to not have to go to work every day. You want to be able to have control of your time and do all these things. Well, part of that is to have money. So you get the money and you're like, oh, I got the money. Yes. Awesome. I have the money. I've earned the money. I've worked really hard. I've saved this money. I've built a relationship with this money. I've worked long hours for this money. I applied so much strategy to get this money. Now I have it. Awesome. Now, with that perspective, are you going to take that money and then go put it in the middle of the street and walk away? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. You are not going to do that. You're like, why? I have things, I I work so hard to have this. Why would I just give it away? Thank you. It's the same thing with your worth. What if somebody says, I don't believe you have all that money. Are you going to say, yes, I do. Here's all my money. Look at it. No, you're like, I really, I, I could care less. I know I have the money and I'm enjoying my life right now. <laughs> There's no need to prove anything when you feel that worth, when you feel that worthiness and that value. No need to prove it. You prove it by protecting it. That's how you prove it. I wish I knew this a long time ago. Trust me. I really, really, really wish I understood this concept, but I didn't. I was under the impression that it's like, in order for people to see my worth, I need to show them everything that I can do and I need to give more and I need to give more and more and more and more and more and I don't need to charge them as much for it. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. That comes from that low value, low confidence mentality. We're about having a high value mentality. So that, my friends, is how you create a healthy boundary system. Now, we can't just stop there. No. Now we have to know, well, what are some signs I'm out of alignment? Well, this one's totally up to you. But typical signs that you are out of alignment, meaning you're not adhering to your boundaries, is going to be maybe your house starts becoming a mess. 
It's unorganized. There's stuff all over the place. Or maybe you're not well-kempt. Maybe your hair starts not looking as great as it normally does. It hasn't really received the proper care. Maybe your nails aren't done. Let's say you're into doing your nails. You don't have to be, but it all depends, right? Or let's say you are not meeting your goals that you set for yourself. You told yourself you could do these things. You're very capable of doing these things. They are very simple goals and tasks for you to do and you're not meeting those expectations, okay, those are signs that you're not adhering to your boundary system. So it's important to do those check-ins. That's why we do the things we do. That's why we behave the way we behave. That's why there's a cause and effect for everything. If we have the value that we want to be healthy and we want to be fit and we want to do all the things we do, in a healthy way, but then we start falling off the track a little bit. And all of a sudden we're starting to not like the way that we look. We're not feeling energetic. We're not feeling healthy. Okay. Then we're not protecting that value in some capacity, something's pulling away from that. What's pulling away from it? How can we adjust it? Is it another value that's competing with it? Is it a distraction? Is there something stealing our time? Is there something stealing our energy? So that's something we have to keep in mind. And so write down your boundary indicators of when you are not in alignment. Does this mean your bank account gets low? Does this mean you don't have enough food? Whatever it is, what is your indicator related to each value that you're getting out of alignment so that you can be able to remember and associate, ah, okay, this is, this is my sign. I know that I'm not on track. Let me get back on track and get back to what I need to do so that I can stay within my boundaries. Remember, boundaries are not designed to keep people out. They're to keep you in, keeping you in alignment so that you can be your full best self. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this. Always remember boundaries make you powerful. They really do. And I want all of us to be able to set those boundaries, to feel good about our boundaries and to know that it's literally like a magic trick. (laughs) It's like magic. It is literal magic. Whenever I started to actually enforce my boundaries, express my boundaries, that's when I actually started to be respected and I actually started to be seen differently by people. So it's a very fascinating thing. I hope that you adopt if you're not doing it already. But again, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for more. We have much, much more to cover. We're going to cover more on setting boundaries physically, emotionally, with your time, spiritually, and intellectual boundaries. We have a lot more coming up as well as setting boundaries with yourself because we need that too, right? All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.